When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, talkers. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Friday, we are getting there. We are almost to the weekend. Lori and Julia are here to bring you guys into the weekend and have some fun. So let's sit back, enjoy the ride, and hopefully Lori will bring a little sunshine from Hawaii, right? That would be kind of nice. Oh, Lori, it's starting to, like, snow. Yeah. Julia, this is March. Yeah, this you said that March yesterday. Does. Yeah. yeah. You said that yesterday. Mar- that doesn't mean anything anymore. March is a fickle bee. <laughs> it, it does. This is why March is the busiest month in and, the warm weather states. And Spring the most expensive. Break, yeah. The most expensive time to travel, hotel, mm-hmm. everything. I mean, there's this favorite little restaurant that we like in Waikoloa called the Lava Lava Lounge. I love the and name. Have, yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah, that's cool. And it's you every you know perfect sunset view outside. They always have a band, but it is a two-hour wait time. Even if you get there at four o'clock. Wow, I, I've never been here in March before. Wow, it's, it is packed. The restaurants are packed. Casey and I know of some little local ones, and you know Casey, he's Mister Beach. He, Okay. Yeah. Yep. We've met to go to this one bar called just it's just called Seafood Bar, and <laughs> it, because <laughs> every place it's just really really. Okay, you're breaking up. Launch this trip. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. So well. Anyway, L- Lori, the saddest thing happened yesterday while we were on the air, and we were already talking about sad things. We had just. Um, talk to Lee about her son Nicholas at the Ronald McDonald House, and you're like, we're done with sad stuff. But it hit the news that Putin, the tiger that we met and knew at the Minnesota Zoo, died after having a heart attack. And he was considered one of the most genetically available Amur tigers, A-M-U-R tigers in the North American breeding program. And we met them because one of our Project Down and Dirties was working at the Minnesota Zoo. Oh, yeah. And and Grant, one of Lori and my and Donnie's assignment was to feed the new baby, yeah, um, Tiger. And so they're just devastated to share this because oh. it's a profound loss. He spent his first six years at a zoo in Denmark before coming to the zoo in Apple Valley in 2015 via Delta Airlines. It says, but he. Um, you know, the Minnesota Zoo is a, plays a big role in um, making sure that the um, they continue having this type of a tiger available. Mm-hmm. I can't, and um, very bar- the cub Vera was born, Lori, and yes. then Sundre was also <clears throat> the tiger. Oh, it's just so sad. 
Well, may the spirit of Putin, the Amir Tiger, somehow do his work from Tiger Heaven and get rid of the real Putin. I thought it was <laughs> ironic. I think everyone does that this is the name of the tiger. But it yeah. was it, it, um, super sad. So anyway, I feel for everybody <sighs> out at the Minnesota Zoo because the... I mean, oh, yeah. these these are their. It was amazing when we went into the tiger den. I mean, Grant, we were in there and yeah. we watched how they fed them. And remember, Lori? Oh, was, a guy bid bid on it. To, to, yes, and he, he was with us, and it was really really thrilling. And the tiger cubs were so cute, and it's just kind of amazing. And I think that the Minnesota Zoo is like the leading. We had the tiger guy on Ron, maybe Johnson, and yes. he's since passed away, but. Very, it's, it's, you know, there's, there's so limited population that this is the only way to have them. So yeah, it was big, big loss to the tiger community. I know. And you said it right, Amur. This is Amur Tiger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was Amur Tiger. It was Amur. So cool to be in there and we fed Mm -hmm. them and, and you're right, Lori, I forgot about the bidding part. Were you guys nervous at all? And being in a cage? Oh, I would have been puckering the whole time. They showed us how the gates work to get in and get out, mm-hmm. you know, and transfer, you know, from feeding time to cleaning time and stuff. Okay. And we're like, oh, let's, are you sure it's closed? Are you sure it's closed? I mean, Lori, <laughs> yeah. we were kind of panicked. Oh, I would be. Just uh-huh. a little. Yeah, I, I, since I had already witnessed a tiger attack of a zookeeper oh, yeah. at the Como Zoo. Lori, I was live, like in front of you? Nervous. Lori was on the news for this many years ago. Oh, this is a story you got to tell me. Maybe not now, but no, another time. No, tell t- him. Oh, oh, I can. Okay. I can. Wow. So my, my sister's uh, two kids, and they, I think they might have been like 10 and 12. They would, she would send them home to visit grandpa and auntie Lori and blah, blah, blah. And I took them to the Como Zoo for like a little picnic. And we went like after work, I was working at Carlson Companies. And uh, we get to the zoo, like maybe, you know, 5, 5.30 or something. And of course, it's the tigers. You want to see that right away. And we walk over there. And all of a sudden, we hear this guy yelling, um, the tigers got me. The tigers got me. And the zookeeper had backed up against the enclosure, and the tiger just sort of casually, like a cat does, swatted him. But his paw with the nails got the back of his leg and oh. pulled his leg through the enclosure. And the guy is yelling, Get the hose! Get the hose! Because apparently you turn on the hose and, you know, spray the cat and the cat was just sort of shaking his ankle and his foot. And my little niece, you know, she's just crying and screaming. And my nephew, he's like, Dooney, this is the coolest thing. How did you get, how did you make this happen? This is amazing. Blah, blah, blah. And they did the tiger released and he was just being playful. And the guy ended up having, I don't know how many stitches. And a few minutes later, KSDP, eyewitness news shows up and I go running up to them to be the eyewitness report <laughs> and um, I was on the news that night telling the story and then <laughs> everyone at work was calling me Hollywood and I got interviewed by the Star Tribune because it was like a you know five minute you know thing and we were right there watching it oh all. yeah yeah wow and the tiger was and they didn't use it it wasn't any yeah. kind of a 
the the zookeeper admitted, you know, he was at fault. So he did just get like some stitches, you know, in his leg. And the tiger had the bloody tennis shoe romping around amongst the rocks and having quite a good time shaking it around. Okay, but my favorite line you hear is, I wasn't that worried about going into the Minnesota Tiger Zoo because I've already experienced tiger attack. <laughs> you think that would add I mean, to Marty, the anxiety. Not, you're crazy. Not, yeah. <laughs> you are just, wound differently, and I love every bit of it. He so is wound differently. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my gosh. You're, you're funny. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, it's time for Random Thoughts. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so, you know, it is Women's History Month this month of um, March, and we'd like to celebrate a pioneering um, female figure in aviation, and her name was Catherine Sui Fun Chung, and she was the first licensed Asian-American female pilot in the United States. She received her certificate in 1932, at the time when only 1% of licensed pilots in the U.S. were women. So cheers wow. to th- her family. But isn't that something? Yes. 1932. Wow. That's- a year after my daddy was born. I mean, that is a long time ago. That's just awesome. I love that. You know, the book we're reading, um, Kate Quinn, who's written The Alice Network, The Rose Code, the haunting something I can't remember. Lori, did you get your book yet? Uh, Julia, I still haven't. I don't know what's going on with the mail here in Hawaii. Okay, well, um, I'm reading it for us. But a woman is, a, it's about a woman sniper in World Ooh. War II. And um, it's kind of just amazing all the roles that women did back in the wartime. And we've learned about a lot of them, the pilots, the different things they've done. I'm just always in awe of the um, courage that our our pioneering women, but not really pioneers, but what they did before us. Um, so if you, um, this list came out the other day, Laurie, and I thought it was cute, about um, what your pet's name, you know, your doggy's names are in Minnesota versus Hawaii. And they came up um, with the 35 best Hawaiian dog names. And, you know, I'm not going to, you can probably pronounce some of them, but I'm thinking if you ever had a pet, you, it would really make a lot of sense for Lori to name it like Kona or Hula. Come here, Hula, Hula, Hula. Or Aloha, Aloha. I mean, those would be cute pet names, don't you think, Lori? Well, I've met a dog named Kai. Okay. That's a popular name, and that means ocean in Hawaiian. Yes. And Kiki is another name, and that's child. And also uh, Kina or Lupo or Lilo, those are all Hawaiian names. They'd be very... So you've met a... Well, Kai was um, the name of the guy, the surfing instructor, instructor in the book Flirting with 40 that they made into a TV series. Remember that book? Yes. <laughs> Kai is very popular over there. So, yes. And you've met a goat and a boar, but they didn't really have Hawaiian names. No, I've dubbed them my nom de plume, should I write erotic <laughs> literature? And that would be Eden and Erotica. Oh, God, you're so Eden Erotica. You're so funny. <laughs> you really, I miss you. I'm just saying. I kind of miss you, sweets. Okay, so the top female dog names in the Twin Cities, 
if you yes. and we know my neighbor's dog is this Bella, Bella, Luna. Yes. My mom had a Lucy. My neighbor has a Daisy, a Ruby, a Rosie, a Stella, Lola, Lily, and Zoe. Those are the names. I, oh, I, I don't want a dog we, anymore right now. Oh, you don't? No. You don't I, want to be tied down. I don't want to be tied down. I think it would be like another... I did, ch- huh? I did meet a little Boston Bull Terrier uh, by the name of Mabel the other day. Oh, the cutest name ever. Brittany, if you're listening, that'd be a darling name for your <laughs> daughter. Why haven't we Love told her that too. one? Mabel. You know, um, Jason's uh, bulldog, I don't know if it's Mr. Big, his, his Mr. Big. Fr- Frenchie had 10 teeth ex- extracted. Wow. <laughs> and apparently Frenchies or whatever it is have a lot of extra teeth. Oh. So, but I was thinking back, Lori, when my daddy-o had like 21 extracted in the same day. Do you remember that? When dad had all those teeth extracted in the same day. We've kind of mm. lost. I don't know what's happening. Anyway, There's not enough drugs. Oh my gosh, no, there really isn't. Um, if you want, you know, some new cocktails for spring, there are some really new fun ones because sometimes alcoholic or non-alcoholic, you get bored. I mean, you go in, you're like sick of ordering the same thing. I'll tell you what Lori orders: a Tito's and soda. Right, Lori? Mm. Yes. Have you def- have you had a lot of Chardonnay while you've been there? Uh, Julia, it's been my primary form of exercise, but <laughs> I will... <laughs> Lifting the glass from the table to your mouth? <laughs> That's right. I will say that, that oh, Julia, it's a good arm lift. Um, <laughs> and I flex my fingers when Especially I put Especially with a heavy down. pour. Mm-hmm. That's right. But you know what? Here, and I guess in a lot of vacation places... The grocery stores, and maybe it's everywhere, I guess. But I do like these pre-mixed cans of cocktails. Mango mojito. I've had. Some, I bought a, a four-pack of that. I Is bought, it bubbly uh, though? Is it have? I don't like no, the bubbles. No. Oh, so it's like mm. a cocktail cocktail. Yes, I, I got a, a pre-made coconut vodka uh, in a can. Ooh. You know these four. They, yeah, so they kind of have. They've really done some pre-mixed things that are already made for you that's kind of easy and convenient. I, I, I like that trend in the beverage industry. Right, because then you don't have to buy all the ingredients and have it. Right. Yeah, I like that idea. Nice? No, I yeah. love, I love, love, love that idea. Um, if you are wondering what the E, now this comes up all the time, and before Google, and when you used to have to use your Encyclopedia Britannica, um, Grant, I don't even know if you know what that is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. What do you guys think the E in Wild E Coyote stands for in the old Roadrunner cartoon, cartoons? Um, Ernest. Okay. Energetic? No. Ethelbert. <laughs> now, that is another great name for a daughter. Ethel or Birdie? No. 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 All right, fine. Fine, fine, fine. Um, do you know that um, more than half your body isn't human? What does that mean? I, that's what I thought. Thank you for asking for a follow-up question because I'm prepared to answer it today. <laughs> <laughs> I have it right here in front of me, Lori. Um, only 43%, about 43% of your cells are human cells. The rest are microscopic organisms living inside you. 
What do you think of that? Who cares? Well, it reminds me of my friend's mean mom, who was a cold-blooded <laughs> mammal, which I think is not possible. <laughs> Wait, which friend was that? A woman with a mean mom. And we used to call her and say, your mom is the meanest cold-blooded mammal I've ever met. <laughs> right? Because mammals are always warm-blooded. Yes, they are. So is our little inside joke. I like it. You have a mean mom. Okay, so here's a little trick, because I love chicken wings. I don't know about Grant if you do. Lori doesn't eat meat on bones, but I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Love okay. it. Okay, so when we reheat them at home, they're never as good, and that's because at a restaurant, they cook them twice to get them as crispy on the outside and as moist on the inside. But here's a little trick, because I always come home with extras. Take them out of the refrigerator for, and let them warm up to room temperature for about 15 minutes before you throw them in the microwave and turn mm. them over like every 30 seconds in the microwave to make sure you're not overcooking. Or again, take them out at room temperature before you put them into the oven to reheat. It really helps them stay delish. And that's kind of Julia. a... Huh? I am impressed with your pro food tip. Oh, thank you, Laura. You know, it was off the machine like a week ago. (laughs) I've saved a lot of these things we haven't got to. When we come back, we are going to have new music Friday. Rocco is back. Lori and Rocco are going to take us through that. We will be right back. This is Lori and Julia on my talk. What is the meaning of this? Okay, Lori, I have one for you real quick, okay? Okay. Okay, so Minnesota's bachelorette, Michelle Young who was the most, well, she was our teacher bachelorette, and she mm-hmm. and um, she picked the guy, Nate, um, from Texas, remember? But yeah, the bachelor at Nation gave them a check for like $200,000 to buy a house in the Twin yep. Cities area. Mm-hmm. So she's going to be co-hosting the um, Bachelor Happy Hour um, podcast with Becca Kerfman. And um, she was asked about what she did with the big check and if she's looking for a house in Minnesota. So here's what I want you to, here's her quote. We're still deciding it was a pretty generous down payment, but nothing says we can't get a spot in Minnesota and somewhere else. Yeah, I don't think these two are going to end up together. So they don't want to put anything down because they'll have to pay it back if they don't stay together. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. But look, there's a loophole. Yeah, I mean, that is the loophole. Yeah, I know. I thought so. Yeah. All right, what do you yeah, got? Okay. All right, here's one for you. Lisa Rinna did an interview with BuzzFeed News, which is about to be gutted. They're losing like half their staff. Why? Um, Whatever. Julia. All right. It, you know, it's like, I don't know. You know, they're just yeah, okay. they're not appreciating uh, the work that the good people at BuzzFeed come up with all their uh, amazing, I love their list. But anyway, they had an interview with Lisa Renna about her uh, Renna Beauty. Um, and you and I, uh, they sent us one lipstick and one gloss. And here's what she says. And I took the lipstick And you took the gloss, and here's what she says about her lip gloss. My lips are big, now you can have big lips too. Well, she has silicone injections into her (laughs) lips, um, and she tried to get it taken out, but they couldn't even take it out. So, um, sure, 
Although, sure, although I'm going to tell you something, okay? Because Have you found a, li- a plumping Brittany, lip gloss that no, actually works? No, Brittany last weekend um, brought in the Kylie Jenner lip line pencil and lip. It's not a gloss. It's more of a, a stain. And mm-hmm. I put it on and I watched her put it on. And basically you just draw right around your lip and exaggerate. Yeah. And it really works. It didn't look right. silly. It didn't look okay. silly. So there's like a little makeup tip for people. I mean, I kind of feel like Lisa Rinna needs to do some work on. Neither one of us were fans of the. Oh, we didn't like her stick. stuff at all. Well, she's the uh-uh. color was ugly. Well, maybe that was it, but the <laughs> lipstick felt dry. Yeah, and you hated the gloss feel. It wasn't a good gloss. We're like, we can get NYX gloss for two ninety nine at Walgreens. You're right. Yeah, the gloss isn't the thing, but I, I think some of the stains and the liner. I mean, right? Yeah. Okay, now this is posted, and I don't know if you saw the photo of Julia Fox walking down the street. Explain Uh, what it is. Well, she's wearing what looks like to be over-the-arm rubber dish gloves and patent leather, and then some kind of a white outfit. And It looked to me like she's trying to be the modern pretty woman. Yes. Striding, you know, down... Rodeo Drive or something, but I'm like, I don't know about this look. I think it's warm in Hollywood, and to be wearing all plastic and all latex, you're committed to getting your photo done to do the street stroll like that because that whole look seemed hot. Oh well, it was all it was all plastic materials. It was like umbrella material, you know. It, <laughs> it really, she knew she was getting her picture taken, Lori. I oh, love. Yeah. I yeah. kind of love how much she's milking it. I kind of respect yeah. her for it because yeah, she makes no bones about. She it. makes no bones about how yeah, mm-hmm. Kanye used me, but I used him too, and right. I think I benefited more. I kind of love that about Julia. Okay, how about this one? Okay, Goop's former COO. Remember, I told you like it in like around fall of twenty twenty. The CEO left, her COO, which was her second-in-command, there's this this mass exodus from Goop. And she's uh, in an interview, I think it's People magazine, and she said uh, there was such an emphasis for Goop employees to do cleanses that she said this, she says, now that I've been gone from Goop, I'm eating like a teenager and enjoying it, and I don't have body image distortions like I did when I worked at Goop. Wow. Well, I read the entire article, and she just said the 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 amount of attention uh, everyone was doing, the cleanse, 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 that she was just started, you know, when you start doing all that kind of stuff and you're focusing on your body, your body, your body, your body, your body, you get obsessed, and it sounds like she kind of got some body distortion, had some body distortion issues. And she said since she's been gone, she ate whatever she wanted for two years and knows Mm -hmm. that now she needs to rein it back in a little, but that it was just part of the gig is to do all the crap, you know? Here's the real Hollywood speak. thank God you're going to tell me because I did terrible, but I did read the whole article. (laughs) No, I'm glad that you did. But to sum it all up, Goop's wellness culture is it's abusive. toxic. Yeah, it's that's toxic. what it sounds like. Yep. 
It's toxic and it can be toxic and she is full of crap, Gwyneth. Even though she does her cleanses and she thinks she's not full of crap, she really is full of crap. There you go. <laughs> I agree. Okay. How, how about this? Rihanna was asked about her ring that she was wearing. Yes. And she just looked up and she said, what? This old ring? <laughs> Okay. Um, it's like a 17 carat round, beautiful, brilliant diamond surrounded by gold. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to say it's nice to be a billionaire. Yeah. I'm, I'm too rich to just exactly. wear some plain ring exactly. like this. I'll let you know when exactly. I'm an engagement ring. Okay. How about this one? Uh, Bravo to reboot uh, Real Housewives of New York with a new cast. And an old cast, which they'll call uh, Roni Throwback or Roni Legacy. And um, because after a very messy, low-rated 13th season, season with no reunion, which has never happened, and uh, Bethany Frankel just uh, had two words for it, bleeping stupid. <laughs> yeah, you know, I kind of, um, well, I think people will watch the reboot. If if What if, like... What if someone like Carol came back? She never will. Yeah, she and Andy loathe each other. That's I, right. You know, if that's how they want to try and, you know, all of a sudden be what they've never been, which has always just been a bunch of white, rich white women in New York, and they want to give us back like Jill Zarin and Dorinda, but they don't want to put them with the new cast, uh, you know... They're just going to see if they can milk it and do better. I just want to know what's happening with Ramona. She's the problem child. Exactly. She is. She is. Okay. Um, what do you make of uh, Anna Delvey trying to sell um, her drawings and having an art show in uh, Soho for her pencil drawings she's doing in, well, she's locked up in ice for $10,000 a pop. She's just a scammer, Lori. Yeah, she scam, is. Or as Anna would say, she's inventing Anna. That was a real big hit, though. Yeah, it was. Or as Anna would say, Sylvia B. <laughs> you know who? Remember, can she be would always say that. It's going to be Sylvia B. You know, yes, you're very good. You can do it, kind of too. Yes, yeah, Sylvia right. B. Julia. Uh, so whatever. I don't even know what you're saying. So VIP. Oh, so VIP. I thought it was so B B I B. <laughs> Yeah. It's Friday. It's happy hour. Listen, when we come back, we've got.